everyone, I'm Emma, a certified dog trainer. And I'm Kirsten, a certified dog behavior consultant. And this is Dog Chats. Join us as we chat about dog behavior, having fun with your dogs, and building relationships. We will offer practical advice and a bit of humor. Hi everyone, welcome to episode 17. We're in mid-November now, so our time has changed over the last couple of weeks, so we are now seeing darkness come upon us mm. at around 4.35 o'clock. Yeah. And cold. I know. And a little bit cold in the mornings cold too. Mornings. yeah. We're seeing and you know we shouldn't be complaining. We're the Californians that are <laughs> complaining about really cold weather. We do get, Northern California does get chilly. Yeah. Um, there was frost. But, yeah. <laughs> we do get frost and everything. But we thought we'd make this episode about some stuff that you could play inside with your dog. My little guy buddy is squeaking his toy in the background. I love it. Yeah. Entertaining himself yeah. while he's inside today but we thought we'd bring some games for you to play on those days that it might rain and you kind of go I don't know if I can go out or if you do go out but then you need something else to do with them for the rest of the day or you've young dogs that need a little bit more activity but Mm -hmm. you're like oh I don't know about going out there or you have a little dog like Buddy here who hates the rain yeah and just goes out to just do what he needs to do and then he's back in yeah. but he still has some energy so I, it, we thought it'd be a nice time of year where we're getting cozy yeah and it gives me something to do right like unfortunately now when it's dark at five I'm ready for bed <laughs> and I'm like looking at my watch so it's I got three more hours exactly. to entertain um, but recently I've been making more of an effort to do fun things with the dogs after dinner yes. and it's great for both of us it's such a mood lift And that's good too. And that's something we were talking about before we started recording is I feel personally that I'm not giving my dogs as much activity. Like they get out for a walk every day, but then uh, both of us are kind of busy recently and they kind of are not getting as much during the day. And I can see like them kind of looking at me like, what's next? Like, what else are we doing? So I'm going to challenge myself for these next couple of months to do some stuff with them inside as well so that we can build enrichment and have them have some fun inside. Yeah. Yeah. And I was sharing that just, I did two things today. I took one dog outside and did training with her, just fun stuff, fun games for 10 minutes. And she was so happy. Like she was just bounding to have that time with me. And then inside I set up with another dog, just a little lick mat. And we're going to get into that later, but I don't, I don't do that enough. And he was licking his lick mat and I was just reading in the room next to him and he was so happy. Yeah. So we're saying everybody, let's challenge ourselves to do a little bit of activity, especially on those evenings where we kind of go, okay, the day is done by five (laughs) o'clock and there's nothing else to do except snuggle up by the fire and have a hot chocolate, right? And also with the holidays coming, we just want to remind you that we do have episode seven talks about the holidays and getting your dogs ready for that time. Mm -hmm. So check that out if you want a little bit of help with that. But this is some games that you can play over the holidays as well. We're going to divide this into two parts because we have so many games we want to share and have fun with your dogs so I'm going to let Kirsten start it off with the first game okay good so I think I was thinking about the whole idea of wintry days and hot lava came to mind and 
to be perfectly honest, I've never actually played this with dogs, but I've played this with <laughs> kindergartners and it's so fun and I can imagine how we can translate it. So, you know, you all played hot lava when you were little, which was... Well, like, if you were here in the States, I didn't actually know what hot lava was until you told me. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm sure you did something like, you probably called it something different, where probably. you decided you couldn't step on the floor. Yes. Right? Because the yes. floor was hot lava. So you jumped from chair to chair with your brother and sister mm -hmm. and we would do this before church. It was pretty funny. And then... That would stress my parents out. Um, but so I have this image of you put a bunch of pillows down on the ground or dog beds. You, you've scattered a bunch. And you just kind of teach your dog. Because many of us have already taught, go to your mat or go to your bed. And then when they go to one of the pillows or one of the beds, you put treats on there. And then you move away and release them. And then run around a little bit. And then say, go to your bed. And we're just encouraging them to go to these different spots around the room. That's um, awesome. Yeah. And then acting as if the floor is hot lava. And I like this too, when your dogs have a little bit of energy that hasn't been spent, mm -hmm. just thinking of ways to get yeah, that out. Yeah. So then another game we were thinking about, and nice, easy games to play. And again, this is building relationship with your dog. So mm -hmm. it's not just even just doing stuff with them, you know, just for, for game sake. We're actually building relationships. So this one is over and under the legs. So obviously the size of your dog is going to matter in <laughs> yeah. this. So you just sit on the floor with your knees just a little bent and you can have your dog go under by just grabbing a treat and luring them along with the treat to go underneath your legs. Now with my little guy buddy, that would be easy. With Kiva, who's 60 pounds, she's gonna to have to go into a down and, and crawl a little bit. So it might be a little harder for her with that. So. You could you put your feet on the it. couch, though. Yeah, I was just thinking that. You could put your feet up on the couch and then just have, have them go through. And then over is easy. Yeah. So then you just uh, straighten out your legs while you're sitting on the floor. And then just uh, lure them to go over your legs. So fun. And if they're doing it really well, then you can add the word over or under. Yeah. So you're, you're adding a little trick there. And that's the other thing about these games this time of the year. When people come to visit, you can show off a couple mm -hmm. of tricks your dogs have. So that's one we like as well. I love that. And you know, one of my shyer dogs, Neve, whenever people come over and I ask them to ignore her, that then it's they always, just, they, It's right. always like focused exactly. in the night. And they're like, no, we will win her over. <laughs> and recently I just started this thing where I asked them to sit on the floor and then play the over-under game because mm -hmm. it's low pressure, right? Yes. She gets to decide. Now she's interacting with them. They're not touching her. Yes. But it's a, it's a fun game to play with shy dogs too. Yeah, and just it builds a little confidence, mm -hmm. even for puppies. Yeah. I like, I like that game a lot. Yeah. Good. Okay, scavenger hunt. Okay. So we were thinking about some of these things you're doing with your dog. Some of these things are so you could sit and have a cup of coffee by yourself and your dog gets busy. So the idea of the scavenger hunt is when your dog is not looking, maybe they're eating their breakfast or they're taking a nap, you get a couple things together. Like I love using toilet paper tubes mm -hmm. and putting a couple treats in there and then using masking tape on either end to squish it down or an egg carton or a milk carton. You don't have to put a lot of money into, you know, Puzzle games. Yes. So I, I will pick like four things and hide them around the house. Uh -huh. with, with treats in them. With treats in them. In just them. a couple yeah, yeah, treats. Yeah. And then I sit back down and then I look at my dog and I just start saying, oh, search, search. And they love it. And they, you know, at first they don't know what I'm talking about and they're running around and then somebody will catch the scent. And the fun uh -huh. thing is, is they get to then rip it open. Yes, right? yes, yes. Okay. And again, talk to us a little bit about if you've got multiple dogs, mm. just making sure that they're okay with, 
with us. How yeah, especially because I'm this? triggered. <laughs> yeah, so you, if you have a multi-dog house home, you have to make sure they don't resource guard, that yeah. they're okay sharing the food. So actually, when I'm doing something like that, I usually have the other dogs in a different part of the house. Yeah, so it's so one at not, a time. Yeah, so they're not fighting over that. Some yeah, people yeah. I know that wouldn't be an issue. Yeah, like our two, our two here, Kiva um, and Buddy, they don't care, so yeah. they'd be fine going up. So know your dog. Know your dog. And also, yeah. you know, don't come crying to us if your dog eats cardboard and gets sick. So, <laughs> We're putting out the disclaimer there. Know your dog. Know what, know yeah. what with all these games, you know, know what's safe for them or not. Exactly. Yeah. 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 And do you, like, when you started off the game, like now they know go find it or scenting or go search, yeah. that that means to, to head off and go look. But the first time you did it, did you kind of go with them yep. or just kind of show them what you wanted them to do or how did that how did you set that up good question so that i have baby gates in almost every room so <laughs> the first time i did it they were all watching behind a baby gate mm -hmm. and it's a what are they called vertical bars yes. sorry so they can yes. see through it but so they watched me and i was very dramatically hiding you know the toilet paper roll with treats under the chair and yeah. then like, oh, look yeah. where i'm putting this exactly exactly yeah. and then what i i love doing this where you let one dog through the gate at a time and then the others are watching and they are having as much fun watching that dog search as if they're searching and excellent yeah and then you just trade it up each time but if you used a crate you could have your dog in a crate mm -hmm. and do it if you have a good sit stay or down stay you might yeah. do that and yeah. have it do it or if you have another person in the house even better they can just hold on to the dog on a leash or whatever not yeah. not actually holding them there with their body yeah but just have a leash or something that just kind of restrains them a little bit yeah while you put the stuff out one of, and i know one of my friends she does this almost every morning for her dog because her dog sleeps in which i can't imagine Oh, um, we have so sleep. We've once the very lazy dogs in this house. You have to really wrestle them to kind of go, "Hey, would you would you like your breakfast?" Oh, yeah, I love it. And then she said that when she has to start work, that's when her dog always wants to play, and she will say, "Go do your go do your search," and that she's got stuff all over the house for the dog to find. And, awesome. Yeah. That's a, that's a really good one. And then we're going to just talk about, and we've talked about this before a lot, just, and this is, this is a great one for the holidays too, just if you've got people in the house or you just need your dogs to just be doing something on their own in a, in a, in a different place of the house, but just talking about Kongs and licky mats again. Yeah. yeah. So depending on, on your dog, if they're used to a Kong, maybe freezing some Kongs and having them ready to go in this busy time of the year, just so that you can pull one out, give it to them in, either in their crate or in another area away from everybody and let them just have their time with that. Yeah, I know. So nice. In my two littles, they don't... the. the don't have the grit for a Kong. Mm -hmm. They get about halfway through and they're like, and they're like done, work. done. That's way too much. <laughs> way too much work. Where the lick mat was life changing. Mm -hmm. And just to remind everybody what the licky mat is too. I think everybody's familiar with the Kong. Yeah. But the licky mats are still kind of like yeah. people don't quite know what those are. It's that silicone mat. It's got little ridges in it. The idea is mm -hmm. that the texture is relaxing when the dogs are licking that texture. It's calming. Mm -hmm. I can't remember the name of the brand you and I like, but it's it's heavier. Like I wouldn't buy one of these thin ones because it moves around and I wouldn't want the dog to actually be chewing the lick mat to get the, the goods. But Emma and I use a heavier model that we'll put the link in the show. Notes. Yes, and, and I like one too that kind of sticks to the floor as mm -hmm. well. Yeah. You can stick it to the wall. Um, and what do you put on your lick mat? So with my lick mat, I put some, you can put some cream cheese on there. I have wet food for them, mm -hmm. so I... Put that all over it. Yeah. If they have some egg 
because uh-huh. I love egg. I put some egg on there as well. Just anything I can kind of squish on it, mm-hmm. uh, basically. And then some of them have like a nice surface where you can just place some stuff and then some of it is just you spread it on there. Yeah. Uh, what do you use? All of those things. And then I also often put broth on and freeze it. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. I, but I just learned from Emma that I'm supposed to read the directions on the broth. <laughs> I may be over brothing my dogs. <laughs> and that's just Emma. <laughs> no, you're that's right. like safety is always yeah. in the, on my shoulder. <laughs> yeah. And, and thinking about like not all dogs can have cream cheese, right? Yes. And but, that, and that's true. Mm-hmm. It really is what you're, what you know your dog, yeah. as we, we've said already just what they can have and stuff like that. But I know Kiva, if you say eggy egg, she's like, woo, (laughs) that's like her favorite thing. So, and some dogs may not, eggs or any of that may not agree with them. So it just depends. It's a nice one for the holidays. If you're eating like a big meal with friends Mm -hmm. that you can uh, just have them have their Kong somewhere and they're not bothering anybody and they're having their own dinner as well. And again, if you have a dog that resource guards, just make sure they're safely in a crate or away from the yeah. people when they get their, their goodie. So yeah, so so just thinking about the Kong and the Licky Mat as something during the holidays that you could really use, mm-hmm. not just for those days that are, you know, dark yeah. and you don't want to go outside, but also during the holidays. Yeah, because one of the things I think that we spend so much time thinking about how to tire our dogs out. Mm-hmm. And we also need to kind of nurture that calmness. Yeah. And that and that's a wonderful way to do it. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, both of us love mat work. Yeah. So, and that's a great way, you know, place that licky mat or that Kong on the mat and yeah. just have them relax and just chill. Mm-hmm. So our next one then is, I call it enrichment room because it's something I done with the shelter so I like to call it a nourishment room <laughs> but this is where you get everything you have yeah, yeah. and you put it out yeah. so this is this is overload mm-hmm. of, of all the fun things you have in the house so it could be licky mats it could be a Kong it could be some puzzle you have it could be some of their toys snuffle mats snuffle mats just anything you have it could be a box yeah it could be like like we were saying, egg cartons, mm-hmm. something that they just have to go under or over. Yeah, it's like, like different heights. Different heights of stuff that they just have to go in and explore. And just pick an area in your house and just be creative with it. Yeah. Just set all those things out. Have some treats or kibble, whatever your dog can have. Mm-hmm. Obviously have your dog out of the room while yeah. you're setting yeah. up. And then just put a couple of treats and all these things. And then just let them in and explore. Yeah. And so this really is one of those ones where we have created it, but we want to step back and let the dogs just explore yeah. and do whatever they want. If they want to play with a toy, if they want to come up and say hi, yeah. that's fine. Whatever they want to do, this is their time to just go and explore. Yeah. And you learn so much about them, right? That's- yeah. I was doing it with a client the other day, and it was so fun because I had a, a couple toys out without any food, mm-hmm. and this was an Akita who they had never seen play with a toy, Wow! and it went straight for the toys, and it wanted to play tug and do all this stuff, and it was, it was really fun w- watching that dog kind of have its own party. I know, and it's interesting, too. There doesn't always have to be treats. You provide some of that, but then, like you said, with the toys... The dogs go in and, and say, ooh, I do want the food, or, oh, no, I'd like to play with a toy. Yeah. And it really is just fascinating to see what, what they like yeah, without, without us. Right. And it's so toys. hard. It's I so know. hard to stand back and go, wouldn't you like the toy? Let me squeak it for you and throw it. But just letting them have that time to just do whatever. Yeah, I love it. So yeah. good for them. Yeah. 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 
it's a lot of cleanup afterwards. But no, it's not really. It's not really. Because they're going to clean up all the treats. So yeah. you're not going to have to worry about that. But that's, that one is, is one I like a lot. A little bit more setup time mm-hmm. but a lot of fun to just sit back and watch and if you're a, like a, if you have kids in the house it's it's something wonderful to to just have everybody sit and watch yeah and just see how much fun the dog is having yeah and they can help clean up exactly <laughs> there you go oh, okay good hi speaking of kids we've talked about hide and seek before yes and how fun that is to have one person go to the other room but emma recently taught me a game called the counting game uh, I don't know if you call it counting game or counting recall game. It's counting game. Counting right. game. We have to give a shout out then. To Shrog, Shrog Patel. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Because um, it's his game. His game. And yeah, it's, yeah. it's brilliant. And it's funny because I'd watched a video of it. Do you ever do this where you're watching a video? I'm like, eh, I don't get it. That doesn't look fun. Um, <laughs> and then I watched Emma do it. And then I've been doing it with clients and dogs love it. Yeah. So what, what you did was really interesting this week is you put two games together mm-hmm. and thought they were really great. Let's separate those. We talked about a little bit of hide and seek before, so we'll kind of get into that in a minute. But let's talk about the counting game Yeah. just to say how that goes. So the counting game is moving away from your dog and then whether they're looking at you or not, just starting counting as you drop treats on the ground. So it's one drop a treat, two drop a treat, three drop a treat. And at first, the dog doesn't know what you're doing. A lot of our clients play the one, two, three game. Yes. So sometimes when they different. hear three, they yes. come running over. Yes. And then all of a sudden, they're like, whoa, there's three treats on the ground. And then I always tell clients, you keep dropping as they yes. come. So it's not like you come to me and the game ends. Yes, yes. And then you move away and do it again. And what you get is this dog who's following you around, still exploring a little on their own, but just tracking you, right? Yes. And the client that I did it with, we were at Chrissy Field. The dog was completely overwhelmed. There were bikes and scooters and other dogs and, and forgot the owner was there. The dog was like, wow, I'm at Chrissy Field by myself. I'm having a panic attack. <laughs> I'll, t- I'll check in with you later. Exactly. Yeah. But also nervous. Just, oh, just you know? over the top. Over yeah, the top. Yeah, like yeah. there was a lot happening. And so the client, we were playing a game where the client was moving away, like hide and seek, yes. but it wasn't enough. And okay. then the client moved away and started to count and the dog loved it and was having so much fun finding their person behind the trees That's just awesome. listening for that the one two three and she would wait till the dog starts sniffing and then tiptoe off go behind another tree and count and as soon as she would say one that dog would sprint and then stay there because there was that engagement engagement yeah. yeah so i love that for hide and seek so just a little bit about the hide and seek is just Somebody holds your dog or your dog's in another room and you go away and hide within your house because it's indoor stuff and go hide someplace. And normally the way we kind of do that is just you call your dog and then you just keep talking so the dog hears you. Yeah. So I love that you've switched that to put the the counting game in there. So instead of just saying, I'm over here, I'm over here, come find me, come find me, come find me. (laughs) And the dog's like, whoa. You're just very calmly just going one, two. I mean, like loud enough. Right. I'm like whispering one, two, three, so that the dog can hear you. So that's awesome. I really like those two together. And I like, because you had just taught me about this idea of 10 seconds of engagement when they arrive also. So it keeps that engagement going, right? Perfect. It's not just like, okay, you found me, game over, I'm going to hide again. So it's just really building up that relationship. When when they come in. And Mm -hmm. we were just talking about engagement there, like when you do call your dog to come to you or when they come to you themselves, it's just keeping that engagement without holding on to them. Right. Just getting a little bit of engagement with treats and praise and Mm -hmm. asking them to do some stuff they like to do or petting or whatever that that might be is a really really nice one so that's that's a fun one that I can remember as a kid and I'm sure I've said it in one of the other episodes that we used to have a Maltese and one of us would hold him 
and then one of us would run around the couch behind the curtain up the stairs and his nose was so good that he didn't just follow like kind of like I've heard them go up the steps he would follow his nose to exactly where we went like he'd go around the couch behind the curtain up the stairs he could have been a search and rescue Maltese well there's a lot going on with him as I probably (laughs) mentioned in lots of episodes we didn't really know what we were doing then but we coexisted I don't know if he, when he found the person, what he would do. <laughs> but, but yes, he, he was much loved. <laughs> and so the, ne- the next one we were going to talk about too, this is more functional. So when it's raining out, even if your dog has a rain jacket, they're going to get somewhat wet, yeah. right? I like to look at, at this as a game, which is the towel dry. Uh-huh. When I pull out the towel, I want my dogs to go, oh my goodness, it's fun time, yeah. right? So I'll throw it over and then just go woohoo and just kind of, you know, kind of shake it around a little bit and then lift it up and just go, you want more towel drying? And then they'll come running in and I'll put it over them and I'll, I'll pet them ag- again with the towel on and just dry them. And both my dogs love to be towel dried. Like so cute. even if, if one of them has been out and the other one hasn't and I go <laughs> towel dry, both of them will come over even though one of them might so be dry. So again, this is knowing your dog, but I love this as a game. Yeah. And, you know, I just take it out and kind of make it fun I don't want them playing tug with me necessarily with the towel but I don't mind if there's a little grabbing of the towel at first and stuff like that to kind of get a little playful with it and then I'll just put it over and you know rub a little bit and then take it off so that's one of the ones that I really like that's fun and you can add treats if you want to in there I I don't I've never had to add a treat but at the end of it you could yeah just to give them that but I think that's really a good thing to learn about your dog how much like you know are you really like you know, rubbing the towel all over them and they're going, oh, are you just doing it gently? So yeah. kind of find out what your dog likes first mm-hmm. and just do that with them and make it playful. And if they want to tug a little bit at the end, honestly, I don't mind yeah. that as long as it's not crazy where they're tearing it and, and the arousal level is crazy high. But it is one I like. And then, you know, always the paws are one of those things too. Yeah. So you could either teach them, this is a little bit more detailed, but you could teach them to give the paw. Yeah. And pop it up on a towel mm-hmm. or even, I think we've done two paws up here, a little yeah. bit more detailed, but you could have a, a box or something where they put their paw, you already have the towel on there and yeah. you put their paw on top of it and then you, and then you just rub the top of it and kind of dry them off a little bit because paws are hard for dogs. One of my clients has a gorgeous, like beautiful cream colored doodle. It's the cleanest dog I've ever seen. Yes. I, I, makes which Charlie to shame but she has taught the dog she's got a little Tupperware dish and before she goes out she fills it with warm water so it's not cold uh-huh. it's by the door so when she comes back she t- has taught the dog to put a paw in she just says paw paw oh, and, it, awesome. and it puts the it's but she doesn't even use treats anymore it's just this fun cooperative care thing yes and it's so good because there's so many environmental allergens out there anyway mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. toxins and just you know things on the street so just a great habit to get into. To get into. Yeah, yeah. And just a note on all of this, we're planning on putting a little video of all these games we're talking about to put on Instagram mm-hmm. just over the next month. Or if you want them somehow and you're not on Instagram, just contact us. Luckily, uh, so. this is a little hint about our future, but we're going to be moving towards a YouTube video platform so you can see more of what we're talking about. Yes, yes. In the year to come. Yes. When we get when, when we get cameras, <laughs> when we get our hair done a little better than we have. <laughs> 
And so then the last one we're just going to talk about, because we don't want to overload you. And that's why we're doing two parts to this wintry days games. So the last game we're going to share before the holidays and then the rest will be for next year. It'll be our gift, our New Year's gift. Our New Year's gift. (laughs) So I was thinking about doing an obstacle course. Yes. And this is something that I've always loved doing with my kids, whether I was teaching PE or my dogs. And it's sort of like indoor agility. And you don't need agility equipment. There's so much stuff that you have. You could take a broom and put it between two chairs like we did in our Uh holiday tricks class. And now you've got a little jump they could go over. You could have pillows around and they jump over the pillows. Or you could make a little like A-frame of pillows, a a tunnel for them to go under. Is this for the dogs or for you? (laughs) Yeah, I know, right? Right? (laughs) Who's getting excited here? And then I always love having some kind of little covered like a sheet or a towel over an ottoman or small table so there's a tunnel, tunnel to go through. Yeah. Excellent. Excellent. Yeah. Just any way to move in the environment in a fun way together. And it's not like your dog has to be a professional agility dog that no. does this course for no. time. But doing it together with your dog a few times, it's mm-hmm. amazing how quickly they're going to want to do it on their own to show off. That's awesome. And I love it. And and a couple of things I think about with puppies is sometimes going under a tunnel doesn't feel great, mm-hmm. like being under something that's covered. Yeah. So, you know, just putting a couple of treats along yeah. the way, standing with back. Them. Or standing back or yeah. going with them. Yeah. That, that would be great. And then just the broomstick too. Just start it really low. Yeah. And then just a little height because you don't want them putting too much pressure on their legs when right. they jumped over when they're younger. And we don't want the broomstick to fall and scare them. So sometimes That's I true use tape. too. So there's a little, a little bit of things here that you can kind of see where your dog is at. Yeah. So that's some fun games for you to play during the holiday season. And then I would love if people did some of these and sent us videos. Wouldn't that be fun? That that would be awesome. We would love to see that. So we'll be popping them up again on our Instagram, Dog Chats Instagram Mm -hmm. page. And we wish you all a great holiday season and yes. stay warm, warm and cozy. Yeah, yeah. And, and dry. Have fun with your dog. Yeah. And even if you want to get out in the rain, that's not what this is about. Get out there in the rain. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> yes. Looking forward to hearing what your favorite wintry day games turned out to be. See you in the new year. Thanks for tuning in today and hope you'll join us for our next episode. You can reach Emma at ecdogtraining.com or on Instagram at ecdog underscore training. And Kirsten at kwhappydogs.com or on Facebook at kwhappydogs. Don't forget to hit subscribe. See you next time.